Hello, and welcome to Tea Time with Tech Marketing Leaders. On this podcast, we talk to marketers about how they help their brands get found via transparent, measurable digital marketing. I'm your host, Carrie Gard, and this week I had the pleasure of interviewing Adam Mendler. Adam and I also met through YEC, Young Entrepreneurial Council. We started a podcast around the same time and were just looking for people to connect with who were doing what we were doing and finding ways to help one another. And as I talked more and more to Adam, I realized that he had this amazing superpower and the ability to, to create these connections with people who he had never met before. He just is incredibly fearless in going out and essentially making friends. And I wanted to know more on how he did this, not necessarily so that we all can go create these connections and have this exact same superpower, but how we can go find our own and understand what our our superpower is in our individual lives, as well as how that then impacts our careers, our community, our family, you know, I was just so inspired and wanting to understand this more. And so I asked him to come join me on the podcast. Adam is the chief executive officer of the Veloz Group, where he co-founded an overseas venture across a wide variety of industries from Beverly Hills chairs, leading office furniture retailer, custom tobacco, a -a one-of-a-kind cigar customization e-commerce platform, and Veloz Solutions, a technology consulting and software development practice. Adam remains active in each portfolio company, providing strategic guidance and support. Adam also provides business thought leadership as a speaker to businesses, universities, and nonprofit organizations. He also hosts the podcast 30 Minute Mentors. I had such a blast talking to Adam, and we talk about so much from what he's currently doing to how he got there to... 30-minute mentors and his ability to make these connections, as well as we even we even bond a little over, over our wonderful, wonderful grandmothers. So let's take a listen. Hello, Adam, and thank you for joining me on the Tech Marketing Leaders Podcast. Carrie, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Excited to have you and excited to talk about uncovering your superpower. But before we get there, why don't you tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and how you got there? Well, the fact that I'm on your podcast is a great honor. And a little bit about me, a little bit of background. Um, an LA native, so to anyone tuning into this podcast, um, Sitting here in sunny Southern California, it's cleared up a little bit. It was rough the past couple of weeks, but we're getting back to our usual beautiful weather that I've come accustomed to enjoy from my time here as a little kid all the way up until today. I went to college here. I'm a graduate of USC. After college, I moved to New York and worked on Wall Street for a couple of years. I worked for what was then the largest hedge fund in the world, a company called D.E. Shaw. Mm -hmm. And after spending some time there, I came back to L.A. to get my MBA at UCLA. 
while I was at UCLA, I interned for a couple of really big companies in the entertainment industry. William Morris Endeavor, really big talent agency and Universal Pictures, really big studio. And when I graduated, I went back into finance working for Credit Suisse, another really big company in the financial services space. So when I was in my late 20s, I had this big corporate experience and I was ready to do something different. I felt like it was the right time for me to try something different. And I left and started the Velos Group, which I started with my brother. We named it after the street we grew up on here in LA, in the San Fernando Valley. The street is Velos Avenue and we named our company the Velos Group. And over the years, we've built out a number of different businesses under the Velos umbrella. We have three different companies that we operate today. One is an office furniture company called Beverly Hills Chairs. We're the leading sellers in the U.S. of refurbished brand name office chairs. So Herman Miller Aeron chairs and other best-selling chairs that retail for over $1,000. We sell refurbished for 50% off or more. We have another company called Custom Tobacco, which is a one-of-a-kind online platform where customers can create fully customized private label cigars in real time. And we do some software development and technology consulting companies called Bellows Solutions. We work with a number of innovative companies and have developed a bit of a niche in the life insurance space. I also do some writing and speaking. I have my own podcast called 30 Minute Mentors where I go one-on-one with the most successful people out there, leading CEOs, founders, celebrities, athletes, generals, admirals on how they got to the top and how listeners can as well. Carrie, I know that was a mouthful and uh, <laughs> I hope it wasn't too much, but uh, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, no, that's great. It's been quite the adventure for you around all around the country and you know, working for all these different companies. One thing that you said that struck a chord with me before we get into our into our conversation today that I think will lend itself to with some texture around what we're going to talk about. But you mentioned leaving the corporate company because you wanted to do something different. What was it about the corporate company that wasn't jiving with where you where you felt like you wanted to go? Well, it's a complicated question. And I think that I was at a place in my life where I had experienced not only working for one big company, but working for four big companies. And I felt like I had a good taste for what life was like working in corporate America. And I knew that if I wanted to go back, I could, but I also knew that I, I probably was better off suited trying something a little bit different for a variety of reasons. One reason was I wanted to make more of an impact. I wanted to make more of a difference. I felt like working at a big company, it's really hard to make a big difference early on in your career. It's really hard to do that, uh, particularly at older bureaucratic, um, more institutionalized companies like the one that I was at most recently. And I, I just felt like 
I wanted to contribute something right away to the world we're in. And I wanted to impact others. I wanted to create my own culture, building off the lessons that I had learned over the years through all these different jobs and internships, including a number of experiences that I didn't mention to listeners because I didn't want to bore <laughs> everyone. Um, but I was really driven uh, by the desire to just do more and to try to fulfill my potential a little bit more quickly. I think that leads us nicely into 30 minute mentors because it does, I've listened to a few episodes and it does feel like very much a giving back sort of scenario of bringing big talent to the stage and what they've sort of overcome and their best tips and tricks on how people can rise to their occasion. And that's sort of what we're talking about today. We're almost putting you in the mentor seat here, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's always fun. It's fun. And I'll tell you, Carrie, mentorship is a topic that I'm extremely passionate about. And when I started 30 Minute Mentors, I was really inspired to try to give listeners the ability to have a place to go where they could learn from the most successful and accomplished people possible. Essentially, the best network of mentors possible. And that's what I've tried to create with 30 Minute Mentors. And I love the ability, whether it's through 30 Minute Mentors or whether it's through speaking to groups, businesses, nonprofits, students, or coming on podcasts like these and sharing whatever insights I've learned from my experiences. This is what it's all about. It's all about trying to give back, trying to make a difference, trying to pay it forward in some way. And Carrie, I love what you're doing. And I know that you and I are kindred spirits in that sense. And that's what this is all about. Yeah, I think the world has morphed a bit where it used to be the sort of, and maybe this still is in corporate culture. I, I left so long ago. I don't, I don't know if it's changed, but, you know, this idea that you can't, you can't share information because it'll be like your secret sauce and then everybody will steal it and take it and run away with it where I feel like thanks to podcasting and things like this, it's sort of morphed and of like, no, like let's share, let's learn from each other. Let's continue to grow and all move towards what, you know, our, our passions and what our just causes are at the end of the day and, and do that together. I've just loved that this shift is happening in the universe and uh, I'm happy to be part of it and, and happy to have you part of it as well on, on our podcast today. And so thank you for joining us. And it, you know, one of the things we were that, in terms of your mentorship and one of some of the things that we've talked about, I was so sort of taken back by 30 minute mentors because when I had heard your story, I was like, how it doesn't feel like you've sort of come across all of these people in your daily life in the, in terms of the people you've had on in your podcast. So my big question to you at the moment was how, how did you contact these people or did you know somebody who knew somebody like, how did you just get these really great names to come onto your podcast out of what felt like thin air. <laughs> um, I get asked that question a lot. And the best answer that I can give is I think it's really important, no matter what you're doing, whether you're building a business or whether you're creating a podcast, 
it all comes down to trying to create something that people want to be a part of. When I started the Velos group all the way back in 2012, which in some ways seems like a lifetime ago and in some ways seems like yesterday, <laughs> and which is crazy. But I was laser focused on trying to create a culture and trying to create a place that people wanted to be a part of. The Velos Group was a company that no one had ever heard of because it didn't exist until my brother and I came up with a name, had our cousin and a family friend design a logo, uh, build a website and put it out there. So no one had any reason to know what the Velos Group was all about. But very quickly, we were able to attract the top students from all over the country who wanted to come and work for us because we were ultimately able to build something that people wanted to be a part of. And with 30 Minute Mentors, I really tried to channel a lot of that same energy and really follow the same philosophy, which is it ultimately comes down to building something that people want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And with 30 Minute Mentors, I, I tried to describe it a little bit earlier to your listeners. This is really about bringing together the most successful people out there to share their best insights and advice in 30 minutes on how they got to the top and more importantly on how listeners can get to the top. How anyone tuning in can be more successful personally and more successful professionally. And when you're someone who has enjoyed a level of success as you articulated so well, Carrie, you likely have the mindset that it's a great opportunity to pay it forward. It's a great mm -hmm. way to give back. And what I've tried to do is I've tried to create a platform where people can share their knowledge, share their expertise uh, in a way that can make a meaningful impact in the lives of others. And again, it is in this case, answering your question about 30 minute mentors, but I think the lesson is applicable no matter what it is that you're trying to build. It, it comes back to the lesson from Field of Dreams, one of the greatest <laughs> sports movies of all time and certainly one of the greatest movies of all time. I know it doesn't work in e-commerce. You're a marketer. If you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. But it works in so many other aspects of life. If you build it, they will come. So much of it comes down to building something that people want to be a part of. And would you say that your superpower is this ability to identify this culture of what people want to be a part of and that's what draws people in? Well, I think that my superpower has helped me um, with the podcast. I think my superpower has helped me in a lot of different ways in life. And my superpower is probably the second way that I've been able to be able to um, get a lot of really good guests, which is I've always had the ability to connect with people. That's been something that has come naturally to me from the time I was a little kid I have always had this ability to build relationships easily. And the real reason is because I've just always been interested in other people. I've always been genuinely curious and 
engaged in whatever it is that other people are doing. I've had this intellectual curiosity in others. And when I was a little kid, I had genuine friendships with people of all ages, people who were my parents' age, people who were a generation older than my parents, kids my age, kids a couple of years older than me, kids a couple of years younger than me. When I was in eighth grade, I ran for student body president and um, I ran unopposed, not because I was some master politician, but because I was just naturally friends with everyone in the school and all the kids younger than me, all of my classmates. So it was the kind of thing that it was just a byproduct of being friends with everyone. And that's just always been who I am. And one of the things, interestingly enough, that I've learned as a leader, that I've learned as an entrepreneur, that I've learned as a CEO, is that leadership ultimately isn't about being friends with everyone. You have to make tough decisions. You can't be friends with everyone when you're uh, CEO. Your, your job isn't to be everyone's friend. But in life, that is really what I'm all about. I am all about trying to build genuine relationships with as many people as I can, authentically getting to know as many people as I can, no matter who they are, no matter what their backgrounds are. And that has really been able to manifest itself in a way that um, has allowed me to connect with so many interesting people, many of whom have become guests on 30 Minute Mentor. I love that. And I am definitely trying to fill the culture of that where it's just this, you know, ability to try and connect with one another as human beings and to really be curious and interested in who we are as individuals so that we can all work together more thoughtfully and playing off of each other's superpowers rather than a, my grandmother always used to tell me this and it used to drive me up a wall and I really never appreciated it until I was older wise, wise woman, um, that not everybody thinks like you. She used to say to me all the time, not everybody thinks like you, but they should. That's <laughs> <So laughs> my response as a child. Um, but it's true. And so I feel like the more you just try and connect with people in the way that you're, you're talking about, the more you can really understand how people think and why they think that way. And then you're just able to build these really thoughtful relationships. So I love that, Adam. Thank you for sharing your superpower with us. When when did thank it you, sort of thank dawn you for on sharing, you? Uh, I just I just wanted to say thank you for sharing the quote from your grandmother. There's there's no wisdom like <laughs> quotes from grandmothers. I can tell you, both of my grandmothers had an enormous amount of wisdom, and I would imagine that anyone tuning in can, would say the same. I mean, unfortunately, I didn't have the opportunity to know either of my grandfathers. They both passed away very young. I'm actually named after both of my grandfathers, but uh, both of my grandmothers were wise in their own ways, very different personalities, mm -hmm. so different. But uh, my mom's mother, literally everything she said could have been a quote. <laughs> she was as quotable as Mark Twain. And my dad's mom was wise and quotable in her own way and just so interesting hanging out with both of them spending time with both of them um highlights of my life and it just when you said that about your grandmother just brought back memories 
Yeah, same, same. I hold her near and dear, even though she's an ocean away. Um, oh, sorry, just, just take it in the moment. When did you realize, Adam, that this was sort of your superpower? Did you sort of pinpoint it or was it just a natural part of who you were and you just sort of just rolled with it? Or did you harness it and, and develop it and get even better at this ability to sort of make friends? Yeah, that's such a good question. And I'll tell you, Carrie, a big part of my message when I speak to audiences is the importance of understanding your superpower as early as you can in your journey. The premise of this episode is that each and every one of us has a superpower. And Absolutely. I believe that very strongly. But what I believe just as strongly is that the more quickly you could figure out what it is that makes you special, the more quickly you could figure out what it is that makes you different, what it is that makes you unique, the more successful you'll be in business, the more successful you'll be in life, the more successful you'll be as a leader. And unfortunately for me, I didn't recognize my superpower as early in life as I would have liked to. I think that if you could understand your superpower when you're a college student, wow, that, that is power. If you could understand your superpower in your early 20s, great. In your mid-20s, great. I didn't really get it. I'm 37 right now uh, as of this recording, and um, I just turned 37. So hopefully, um, you know, 37 will be a good year, and I'm not not uh, my 20s were great and 30s have been great and don't know what the 40s are like, but people say that those are good years. But I can tell you that the earlier on that you know what you're doing in life, the more successful you'll be as the years go by. So it's sort of like going to college helps prepare you for your success professionally and then getting an MBA prepares you even more or going to law school prepares you even more. The more quickly you can learn these lessons, the better prepared you'll be for what life ultimately brings you. And to answer your question directly, I probably began to understand what my true superpower was when I was in my thirties, I want to say early 30s. Um, but it, it took me quite a bit of time. And um, it wasn't until then that I was really ultimately able to put all these different pieces together. But once I got there, man, that's uh, incredibly empowering. So what were those different pieces that led to that aha so, moment? Yeah, yeah, great question. So there's a lot that goes into it. There is, um, long story short, there is a journey that each and every one of us needs to go on to truly understand and discover our superpower. And that journey may be different for each and every one of us, but there are some commonalities that include talking to those closest to us that include very, very deep 
introspection and reflection. And perhaps most importantly, that include having a lot of life experiences that really teach you what it is that you're good at, what it is that you're great at. And in my case, it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of um, hard knocks, so to, so to speak. Uh, if you look at my wall and you see that I have uh, some diplomas from good schools, you might say that you know, I learned a lot from a lot of really good institutions, but most of the learning I've done has been through the school of hard knocks. And I think that that's where, for most of us, most of the learning is done. But if you really want to understand your superpower as quickly as possible, what I would tell you is spend as much time as you can reflecting, thinking, speaking to those closest to you, asking those around you who know you best, your parents, your friends, your siblings, your neighbors, your mentors, your mentees, your colleagues, it'll come to you, but you need to really get on that journey. And so when you're talking to the people closest to you, what, what are you asking? So there's sort of how I came to my journey and then there are, and there, there is how I would advise others to, because again, I, I discovered my superpower probably about 10 years after I would tell most people to do it because again, I was in my thirties, early thirties. And I think if you could figure it out while you're in college or at least in your early twenties, you'll be set up in a much more successful way because it will help you figure out what kind of jobs to go after. It'll help you figure out how to best spend your time. It'll really help you figure out how to best plan your life. Now, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in the quote that man plans, God laughs. But I'm also a big believer in living your life strategically and in living your life thoughtfully and in trying to make smart decisions. Now, the decisions we make are not always going to pay off in the ways that we think they will. But if you make good decisions, you're in all likelihood going to be in a better position than if you make bad decisions. I feel um, like there's got to be a goal though. Like some, I'm not like the end all be all goal where I reached my goal and I've been successful, but like some sort of vision for your life of, you know, a general path you want to take. Um, you know, initially for me, it was photography, which then morphed, you know, over the years, but I initially had that, like, I want to get to New York and I will do everything I can to get there. Right. Like you sort of need that initial inspiration or that thing to latch onto, to help you sort of see those logical steps, those thoughtful steps, that strategy of where you're going. Do you, Agree with that? Absolutely. Mary, but you, so you, you just helped, um, you, you gave a great example. You said that when you were younger, you had this goal of, I want to go into photography or I want to live in New York. Those are great goals to have, but how do those align with your superpower? And they, they may or they may not. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's really important to set goals that are mindful of what it is that you're great at. Because at the end of the day, how does living in New York align with your superpower? How does photography align with your superpower? I tell audiences, Carrie, that when you're trying to figure out what to do, you want to try to check three boxes. Number one, you want to try to find something that you're really good at. Number two, you want to find something that you're really passionate about. And number three, you want to find something that makes a positive difference in the lives of others. And if you can find all three of those things, you'll know you found it. It's not going to feel like work. You're not going to feel like you're punching a clock. I've had jobs where at three o'clock I'm exhausted and my workday ends at five and I didn't really do a whole lot, but I feel drained. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you now as an entrepreneur, uh, I have days where I wake up at five and I'm working until 11 PM and it doesn't feel like work and I'm not tired at all. And I would keep going if not for the fact that I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> and why is that? Because in situation A, I'm not really doing what I love. I'm not doing anything that I'm passionate about um, or that I'm great at. And I'm not doing anything that I'm particularly feeling like I'm contributing in, in any meaningful way to. And what I'm doing now, I feel like I'm checking all three boxes. I'm doing things, whether it's wearing my hat as an entrepreneur or whether it's wearing my hat as a speaker or as a podcaster, I'm doing things that I'm passionate about, that I'm good at, and that are making a difference in the lives of others. And when you set goals, when you set long-term goals, clearly short-term goals, but certainly long-term goals, you should be really mindful of that. You should be really mindful of what your superpower is because if you set a goal of, I want to live in New York or I want to be a photographer, but you have no idea what it is that you're great at, there's a decent chance that at some point down the road, you're going to get derailed and you might not understand why you get derailed until later on in life, you put the pieces together and you say, well, wait a minute, was I actually doing work in New York that I found fulfilling? Was I actually doing work in New York that I loved doing, that I was great at doing? Photography, maybe photography was something that spoke to me when I was 12. And when I was 12, I was passionate about photography. And I decided that that's what I wanted to do all the way through college and my early 20s. But by the time I was 24, 25, or 35, or 45, I started developing other interests and I started developing other passions. And I kind of grew out of my passion for You've photography. You've read my life story, haven't you, Adam? <laughs> Yes, I totally agree in that, you know, I don't really know why I wanted to get to New York. There's, there wasn't a big why behind it. It's just somewhere I knew that I really wanted to live. I wanted to feel part of something bigger than myself. 
and whenever I went to visit New York and I, and I had worked there it, during college, that, that was just that feeling that I wanted. I would totally agree with you that the work I ended up doing in New York wasn't my end all be all passion. I definitely learned a lot along the way. I met some amazing people who certainly helped me find the things that I was good at. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was that nine to five drain. Like I just, I'd call my mom on the way home at the end of every day after like a 10, 12 hour day, like I'm just so tired, right? And I just couldn't put my finger on why I was so tired. And it really wasn't until I started MKG and I started sort of creating my own, it's almost like choose your own adventure, right? Where you have so much more control over what, you know, where you're going and what is you want to do. And I could put a real just cause behind the company around people first that I felt like I was checking all three of those boxes, but I had, but like you, I feel like I needed a lot of those life experiences of the photography of New York, of, you know, finding my, my husband to get to that moment of checking all three. And so I'm really, I, it sounds like the deep introspection that you can do as, and as early as often is finding those three boxes and it might have to be that you go on this journey to do it. I mean, Carrie, I love everything you said and everything you said is, is relatable minus the husband part. <laughs> that's not in the cards for me. Uh, I'm, single, I'm single and don't know if I'm going to get married, but if I do it, not going to be to a husband. Um, although in the words of my favorite TV show of all time and the greatest TV show of all time, you can't argue, but to quote your grandmother, other people, to paraphrase your grandmother, other people might think differently, but they're wrong. Um, there's no greater show than Seinfeld. <laughs> and uh, the great show on Seinfeld, the great line on Seinfeld. And not that there's anything wrong with it, but uh, hopefully some listeners out there get the reference. But Carrie, everything you said, I think, resonates and should resonate with listeners because Look, at the end of the day, this is part of maturing. This is part of growing up. This is part of learning from life experiences. And, and honestly, Carrie, this is why you and I are doing this, because you learn from experiences. You have a desire to give back. You have a desire to share. This is why I'm doing 30-minute mentors, which is you know, not, not really about sharing my experiences as much about sharing the experiences of the most successful people CEOs, founders, celebrities, athletes, generals, admirals, everyone's gone through ups and downs and failures and setbacks. And a question I love asking on my podcast is, what is a defining failure? And how did you overcome it? And it doesn't matter who you talk to. Everyone has failed in ways big and small. And Everyone has done things and learned from things. And that's, this is what life is all about. And hopefully by listening to your podcast, listening to my podcast, people have the opportunity to try to short circuit and, and um, you know, avoid some of the mistakes that um, we've all made. And there's a reason why it, it took me a little bit longer to, to discover my superpower. And I try imparting upon audiences 
how to and the importance of discovering your superpowers early on in your journey so that you don't have to go on that windy road, carry that you went on, that I went on. And it's not a necessary road, but you know what? If you're on that road, it, life happens for a reason. And I'm a big believer that it's never too early or too late to discover your superpower. It's never too early or too late to do anything in life. Mm-hmm. It's never too early or too late to become a great leader. It's never too early or too late to pursue your passion, to do whatever you love. So whoever's listening to this podcast, just go for it and make it happen. No matter where you are in life, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, no matter what you're doing right now, today, no matter what you have planned for tomorrow. Adam, I am so honored that you came on the MKG podcast to share your story with us, to share your life insights with us, and to help us all find our superpower. No matter who you are, what you're doing, everybody, everybody has a superpower, and it's up to you how to find it and then how to put it to good use. Gary, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. And I really hope that anyone listening to this podcast doesn't disagree that Seinfeld is the greatest show of all time. <laughs> it is. Uh, I was a friend's. Ah, oh, come on. I know. It was my show that, like, I wanted to move to New York. It was friends with always my thing. Hey, I Carrie, watched- I am really channeling your grandmother's energy. <laughs> But I did love, uh, you know, nothing, very little beats Elaine's, Elaine's dance when she goes for it. Got to give it to her. Huge fan afraid of Elaine. to be who she is. Big Elaine fan here. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And uh, I hope people tune in to 30 Minute Mentors. my conversation with Adam Mendler. So what's your superpower? Adam's ability to connect with people and in partnering and building something people want to be a part of has amplified his success. So what about you? What comes naturally? What do you love doing? And that helps you get out of bed in the morning. 2020, man. 2020 was quite the year And having a podcast and the ability to find people and make connections and start conversations has definitely been my passion project that has gotten me out of bed in the morning, among others, but but definitely this one. And I think having a passion project and having leaning into your superpower really helps you drive day in and day out. And it and it off kilters that you know, yes, we got to get stuff done and we have a long laundry list of to-dos, but to have that thing that, that is just for you, that's on the side, that really allows you to explode your creativity or whatever it is that makes you feel good, that is so important and I think is a great way to kick off 2021 and think about what your superpower is, how can you use that superpower and build something that's going to bring people in and give back to your community, I think is just get started. 
don't think too much about it. When something comes to your mind, you're like, okay, this is my superpower and this is what I want to do. Just, just start, just go do it. All right. There's no better time. Uh, and especially at the beginning of the year when you're setting goals and you're thinking about what you want this year to look like for you. Last year was really hard, probably the hardest year for many, many, many of us. And so finding that newfound vibrancy in our lives of something that makes us really happy and it carves out a little niche just just for you can really change how you look to the future of this year and, and take power and ownership of it. I'd love to hear what your superpower is. I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn and hear all about it. So find me on LinkedIn. Let's connect. You're going to write me a message and tell me what you think your superpower is. And, you know, feel free to drop me, you know, some of your quotes from your grandmothers as well. Love to hear them. If you'd like to learn more about Adam, you can connect with him on LinkedIn as well. And be sure to check out and subscribe to 30 Minute Mentors on Apple Podcasts. He's had some amazing, amazing guests from uh, fashion designer Nicole Miller to producer Randy Jackson to even Olympic gold medalist Natasha Hastings. Wow, some amazing names. Definitely go check out 30 Minute Mentors by Adam. Thank you for listening to the Tech Marketing Leaders Podcast, the podcast that helps you get found via transparent, measurable digital marketing. I'm your host, Carrie Gard, and until next time. This episode is brought to you by MKG Marketing, our digital marketing agency of agile experts who specialize in SEO, PPC, and analytics. Music, mix, and mastering done by our marketing assistant, Austin Ellis. If you'd like to be a guest, please visit mkgmarketing.com to apply.